Welcome to Bailing, Scaling and Barbecue, where the boys talk about hunting, fishing and cooking. Now to your host, Lawson White. Uh, g'day all, and today I've got Bo from Bo's Boars and Barrows, the YouTube channel. How you going, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Yourself? Good, mate. I, I said that right, didn't I? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, um, where are you, mate? Where are you located? Tell tell us the your story. Where whereabouts are you are you located, and um, what do you do? Uh, I'm located probably an hour and a half north of Cairns, North Queensland. So, just sort of near a little place called Mossman up there, but in between there and another spot called Mariba. Um, I got a I don't know, do a lot of hunting. Do a lot of fishing, got a couple of dogs, lots of fishing gear, and yeah, <laughs> machinery operator, I guess. It sounds like you're living a pretty good life, mate. Um, so, um, you're in North Queensland. Um, what's the temperature doing at the moment, mate? How, how are you hot are you? You got any cyclones on the way, or what's the go? Because I'm on the sunny coast, and I'm whinging already. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty warm, hey, it's... Well, just reaching the sort of low low thirties, but very high humidity. Had a fair few fires around up here, just yeah. like seems like the whole of Australia. <laughs> how um how long you lived up there, mate? Uh, all my life, pretty much. Yeah, so, you're you're a Mossman area boy, a Mariba boy. Uh, well, I was born in South Australia, but yeah, the oldies moved up this way when I was a young fella, and sort of been up here. Ever since, still stint up um, living sort of near Macoon, so near Weeper for a bit, working on a boat. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a good spot up there. Yeah, no, it's a really good spot. Yeah, I've, I've, um, I used to the old boy and I, we used to, we went uh, fishing at the Penny Father River up there. Yeah, yep, yep. You've been yeah, there. I used to work on a um, liverboard charter boat up there called the Eclipse. Oh yeah, the decky and a bit of bit of whatever I guess, and um yeah they used to take the boat sort of north of Pennyfather, the north of um the Wenlock and all that there where Mapoon is. Yeah, yeah, the Wenlock. Yeah. Sort of all the rivers that people sort of can't get to, you know, take people up on a week long trip with a few tenders behind, catching fish and all the rest of it. So where where did you? Oh, I know we're not supposed to be talking about too much about this, but where did um where did you dock from there? Like where was your was it Weeper or um, Mapoon or? Uh, usually Mapoon, so I pick up guests from Weeper and bring them up to Mapoon and chuck them on the boat. But um, just depended, like we did. Sometimes of the year we go down near Arakoon at the um. Oh yeah. Oh, the Arakoon. Oh, was yeah, it? all around on the east coast. Yeah. To the Portland Roads and that as well. So, but mostly yeah, just north of. North of the Wenlock was sort of most of the charters. That's Bryce's country. Bryce from Hogs, Dogs and Quads. We're we're up yeah. there. Yeah, we were up there last year at um, Aracoon. Um, had a few beers with Bryce and said g'day and uh, went fishing. So good spot. I loved it. Loved Aracoon. I'd uh, I'd go back so in a heartbeat. Exactly. It's a good spot as far as your fishing and hunting and all that goes that's for sure yeah yeah if you if you know the uh you know the to's you, you go all right there but um it's the it's the who you know up there i guess uh is the is the hardest thing that's it exactly right. so um how'd you get into hunting mate how did, how did that all start um uh, 
haven't been into hunting that long, probably five or six years. Yeah. About it. So, um... Who, who got you into it? To start off with, one of my better mates, his um, old man owns a cane farm just near, or near where I'm living here. And um, I used to go around there quite a bit, mucking around with him as a young fella, and then um, we sort of started getting into guns, so we'd go around there shooting clays and all that, and he had a few dingoes and whatnot getting around, so started knocking them over, and then, of course, there's pigs in the cane, and we couldn't actually get the pigs because, well, you can hear them in there, but you can't can't get them out of the cane, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so, yep, yep. Yeah, eventually we got another bloke involved, and then he'd send his dogs in, and as the pigs would come out, we'd stand on the pads and shoot a few of them and get whichever ones the dogs could pull up. And yeah, okay. Yeah. So, and um, so you, yeah, yeah. So you, um, I, I've seen your footage a fair bit on, on YouTube. Um, so you got two little white dogs. What, what, what are they, mate? Uh, well. It depends on which video, but one of them's retired, so she's actually a bit of a stray from up near um uh up near Bloomfield, so north of north of the Dementia, I guess, south of Cooktown. Yep. Um, the family's got a couple blocks of land up there and she came in as a stray, believe it or not, and she's cattle dog cross. And um then my mate that had the cane farm, he had another dog ended up with pups and I got the pup out of that as well, so Two dogs there. My main dog's um, father's purebred border collie, long-haired border collie, mm-hmm. and the mother was bully cattle cross whippet. I like then, I like the sound of that. Yeah, it's an interesting combination. She was probably one of, if not the best dog I've probably hunted with. I reckon the mother, the bully mm-hmm. cattle cross whippet. Yeah. And then um, just in the last year or so, I've got another bully cattle whippet, um, completely separate from the line that I've got here but um, I just like the breed so much that I yeah. sort of went back to it and I'm just starting to train him up so yeah so they they are a baler cross lugger like the antler they'll, they'll bail till you get there or what What, what are their normal what's their normal situation because I watched one the other day where they um, they're doing a bit of lugging but you're also carrying a gun too mate that's a a cool little gun you, you have to tell the listeners what the gun is because that's a that's a sexy piece of gear I like that yeah, it's an interesting little thing. So that's, um, they call them, the brand's Chiapa, and the actual model's a little badger. So, um, yeah, it's a little, it's hard to explain. It's a little twenty-two Magnum, but it sort of folds in half, so I can strap it to the outside of my backpack. And, um, yeah, if I'm heading into a pig and whatnot, I carry that with me, obviously, on my backpack. I put it on the back of my ute as well, chuck it on quickly for dogs jump and get a pig off there otherwise if I'm walking and um the dogs uh, they're a bit of a mix hey it's hard to say whether they're going to bail or lug or what they're going to do in a lot more open country they tend to lug a lot more they sort of get a bit more confidence about them but in the thick stuff they'll bail a bit having said that this new pup that I've got coming up the uh bully cattle cross whippet he's a bit of a bit of a hardhead so he's only 16 kilos but he's 16 kilos <laughs> of no, yeah. no, yeah, all yeah. guts, no fear. Yeah, you have to learn the hard way a few times before he works it out, probably. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's gonna. <laughs> be, to be honest, I don't think he's just gonna be a lugger. Yeah, he's smart enough to let go once he's absolutely knackered, so that's the main thing. Yeah, okay. Well, at least he doesn't cook himself. That's the um, that's the main thing. So um, 
like I've seen you on your footage and stuff. You, you you've done a pig hunting competition, but what kind of um, what kind of terrain you hunt up there? Because I I'm not sure what the listeners of you know know Cape York very well and that terrain. What kind of you know? Because you got cane, you got rainforest, and from what I've seen, all your footage is it's it looks like you're in a different part of Australia every time you're filming. Yeah, so it's pretty pretty broad hey there's everything from like properties on the border of like world-renowned national parks like thousands of years old with sugarcane and whatnot there to um mountains i got a lot of hilly country so a lot of country you can't actually ride a quad or anything like that so it's just you got the road or you got walking like you know so you got farmers tracks and that sort of thing or that's yeah, that's about it. you got to go on foot other than that. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, and then we do a fair bit up the Cape as well. A um, bit of TO land. Uh, yeah, it's pretty broad, isn't it? Hard to, hard yeah. to really work down, like you said, just yeah. about every second hunt's on something different. Yeah, um, like every every time I, you know, like I'll see a video pop up and, yeah, next, one day it looked like you're in New Zealand in the... In the um, up in the rainforest and the hills and the next day you're in a, a cane paddock and then it looks like you're out in western queensland on the in this uh, you're up in cape york obviously because the termite mounds give it away but um you know it just looks like a typical charters tail area so you know every, every time you, you you're hunting it's just it's, it's great to watch because i love watching it because it's, you know you you looks like you're a different place every day yeah so We've actually got a mate a bit, a bit further inland from Charters Towers in one of the smaller towns there. Lives there, works on the council, and I go out and see him once a year as well, and do a, or usually once a year, and do a trip out there, pig hunting as well, so that very well could be central, sort of, I guess, central northern Queensland. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you're a bit of a fisherman too, mate, because I see a lot of, uh, a lot of fishing on your, on your YouTube channel. Um, so what, what, what got you in the fishing? Uh, I don't know what gets anybody into fishing really. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah, it's one of those things. You like you, you talk to some people and like nah, I hate fishing, and then I you know, I just feel like saying, have you ever felt the pull of a you know a ten kilo fish? It's it's something awesome, but you know like some people have a reason. Like to me, I I love to fish because I love to taste of fish. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things that I love. I love I love the taste of fish. So, um, where do you go up there, mate? Don't tell us the exact spot, but I see you've got a bit of reef, reef country around there, and um, you're in the creeks. In your recent video, can you catch that jack? That's pretty cool. Um, what are, what do you do mostly, and, and what kind of gear do you use? more of a sports fisherman so everything's sort of mainly just lures and rods and whatnot but um everything i'm looking at is sort of four pound um sort of room and freshwater gear all the way through to 100 pound top water <laughs> jigging combos and what, what do you like doing most uh, at the moment i'd say probably top water on the reef and um bit of bit of jigging and soft plastics out there as well it's yeah I, I, I love my jigging I'm um 
I've only recently got into it the last two or three years, and I really do. Even um, you know, around Brisbane, you can go and put a little vibe on and just bounce around Peel Island and stuff like that, and you catch a couple of reefies. So um, I love doing that. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of, especially vibes, pretty pretty underrated. Like, many a time you can almost outfish the bait fishermen pretty easily on your lures and whatnot if you know what you're doing. So it's it yeah. pretty Yeah, it's a, it's a new one for me. Um, yeah, it's, I'm slowly getting there, but um it's one of those things it's just a, it's a learning experience every time so how, how often do you do you go fishing mate like on, on your days off do you get out regularly and you, you head out as much as you can or once a month or something like that i try to head out regularly but i've got about the worst luck in the world when it comes to getting sort of calm weather and <laughs> the thing so as often as i can i'll say so sometimes i might be three or four times a month sort of thing or two or three days in a row and then other times you just especially when the southeasterly is sort of blowing up here um once you get to the north of cairns they can be pretty bad for a fair part of the year especially winter and that but now it's coming into summer we're getting a, a lot more calmer days which is nice yeah you yeah, know I, I especially love fishing in winter um so what kind of um what, what's your gear what kind of gear you like using mate uh, what's your what's your go-to rod and you and you obviously you, you like your jigging so have you got a special jig you like using uh <laughs> tough question eh? tough question <laughs> but, um, that's what happens when we don't prepare that's it's my fault again but uh um, yeah. yeah i go i don't know i go pretty light on most of my jigging gear and whatnot so um usually i just use i got a 30 pound setup sort of i swap the reel in between um my sort of jigging rod and my um i guess you could say creek rod uh so i just got a little pen reel at the moment let's have a look i can't even remember what it's called to be 100 on it so <laughs> uh pen slammer three so i just got it the other day i blew up i had a top of line akuma which is probably not your most heard of brand but um the akuma azores and i got um a lot bigger one that I used for top water and it was going really well so I got a smaller one but it sort of failed me so I've, I've changed to this because times are a bit times are a bit tough I've had to fix my car lately so I couldn't really go for too much of the top of the line gear but it seems to be doing the job pretty well I took it into the reef the other day and got got plenty of trout jigging um, plastics and vibes and whatnot. so it seems to be doing the job and it's surprising how much hurt you can put on a fish with only 30 pound gear up here as well so getting yeah. some pretty good fish mary and all sorts of stuff so yeah i got a dirty old stingray a couple couple months ago and on 30 pound and fought like crazy and i didn't i i thought it must have been a whale because it, it was a big fish for a big stingray for um i just didn't think the old um 30 pound would hold up but yeah i was surprised that it worked yeah yeah no it's it's surprising like even on the the nannies and the reds and that we get up here it's it's done done surprisingly well um i got a i got a question my old boy he's he's up in ingham and my um my other brother's in mariba and um every time they go fishing they're always whinging about the sharks how um and we got a mate who's a pro fisherman they're they're all say that the, the shark population's through the roof what are you what are your thoughts on that like you're getting fish up all right where you are or is it just where they are 
It depends what you're doing. If you're in the shallow of water, generally, you don't have sort of too much of a problem. So, yeah, especially reef top isn't too bad, but sort of, yeah, say, 15 metres and under, so you're fairly shallow just chucking plastics and that. But once you get down into that deeper water, like last trip, we stopped at one spot and it was... You couldn't you couldn't hook a fish for more than say three or four seconds before it was yeah. sharp. Just ridiculous, and they, uh, yeah, they hear you like hear your boats coming in, and they know what's going on straight away. They, like you pull up at some spots, and they just see the shadow going underneath you, haven't even yeah, you know, and drops your line down, so you just move again, sort of thing. Yeah, you wouldn't you, you wouldn't want to fall, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I don't want to. Don't want to get into the whole debate of should be cold sharks. No, or no, no. Because everyone's carrying on like a bit of a... Bit of <laughs> no, I, I'm not, I wasn't going there. Don't worry. Especially if you're a professional fisherman, it's a bit of a problem, that's for sure. Yeah. Did you have many dramas while you are up doing charter boats up in my Pern area? Uh, not too bad um we always got a few taken by shark but down around um the uh the archer and that down near um raccoon and that there they had a real problem with mate even right up in the rivers like um yeah we were we were struggling a few times yeah okay like as soon as you hook the fish you just see big boils coming up behind it and the fish is going hell for leather and it's sort of free spool it and hope it can get away but you really got not a whole lot of chance yeah okay so um what what's your um what made you start the youtube channel mate what what was the go there how how did that all come upon uh well with everything i've sort of enjoyed making videos and that sort of thing as i was growing up with different of different hobbies and whatnot I was getting into and then when I was working on the boat over in the Gulf there uh, one of the bosses on there made a couple of videos as well so I sort of watched them and thought yeah they're pretty good I could probably probably do something similar so sort of started getting into it and I guess it's I don't know I'm sort of all or nothing into a hobby so I got all the gear and then it sort of progressed as I've changed into hunting a lot more and that sort of thing and now I'm sort of trying to trying to make videos of a bit of everything from sort of your your hunting and shooting um fishing diving bit of sort of adventure like adventure sort of thing like forward driving and just seeing new spots and you know a lot of people sort of live a lot of their life bound to the house sort of thing so I think some people enjoy seeing a bit of the outdoors and all that you know no it's a credit to you mate because um yeah every time i talk to you and i've been talking to you quite <laughs> quite recently you know we, we talk quite often and every time i'm i'm talking to you like oh no i'm just just heading out in the boat or you know i'm i'm just going up going away for a couple of days so um yeah you know, I'm, glad, I'm glad i finally got you because you know it was one of those things so so do you do you post much on social media mate or like do you you just let YouTube algorithm use, you know, like with your stuff. You just let it, just let it happen, and you just post it, or you know, like what, what are you trying to get out of it? You just obviously, it's all just a, it's a it's a hobby, but you must get some satisfaction out of making all this stuff and seeing the good comments. 
Yeah, yeah, I definitely enjoy um, enjoy it, that's for sure. Uh, post a, don't post a whole lot on Facebook, sort of on the hunting side especially, but um, i got an Instagram account, and that's just under my name, Bo Lind, but um, I post a fair bit on there, a um, couple little cuts and stuff from some of the videos, and yeah, plenty of hunting and fishing photos and whatnot, a few drone shots now, I've just recently got a drone, so... Yeah, your drone looks cool, mate. I, I, um, that clip you sent me the other day was awesome. Loved it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, not the most expensive drone, but it does the job and it's fairly small, so it suits me for my hunting and fishing. You know, I can tuck it away under the front of the boat or. Yeah, you fit um, in the backpack. Here you go, here you go, landing it, mate, in the boat. Oh, uh, it's. I haven't tried it in rough water yet, hey, but, okay. um,. I've done a, I haven't put in any edits yet, but I've done a couple of little takeoffs and whatnot from the tinny and that sort of thing and back into it. And it's, I've got to say, it's a bit nerve wracking, eh? Especially, you know, <laughs> with a little bit of chop around, it starts to get pretty nerve wracking. A um, $1,000 machine floating around. It's the last thing you want to do is put, put in the drink. Yeah, yeah. If it crash lands, I'm too wide as long as it crash lands into the boat not off the side as well yeah <laughs> yeah that'll be a bit hairy I, I, I haven't done it yet my um my little brother's a bit of a pilot on that stuff he he's a bit of a yeah he's one of those people that just picks up a picks something up and next thing you know he's a pro at it yeah lucky turd but um <laughs> i can't do that but i yeah I, I i haven't got a drone yet and i just um i'm gonna be having a lot of practice before i do anything with it yeah, that well, the one that I've got anyway, I can't say for much, too many others and whatnot, but I just got a little um, DJI Spark, and it's pretty, pretty simple, like it's a bit, bit of a confidence booster, maybe a bit too much, but um, yeah, within half an hour or so, you're sort of, you're going pretty well with it. Yeah, yeah, oh, I reckon it'll take me a while, I'm, I'm not too flash on the old, um, on the old drone, but well, I'll, I'll give it a crack. I'll make sure I got insurance and everything, but I'll um, make sure I definitely got insurance. But we'll see how we go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, what's the what's the the, the plan for Bo? Is he is he um, you know, you got any big trips planned, mate, or what's the what's happening there? Uh, I got a little trip next weekend up north, doing a bit of bit of fishing, so. That's probably the closest trip, but other than that, um, oh, I don't know. I got a few sort of plans I'm thinking about putting in place, but they're pretty, pretty big. Like I'm thinking about maybe a massive road trip or something across the top end in the next year, or the year after. That um, sounds not too bad. Yeah, well, I was sort of looking at putting a deposit on a house and whatnot and I thought oh if I'd sort of get into all of that I'm never gonna never gonna go and sort of have a bit of a look around and a bit of a travel around you know so I thought yeah. instead of doing that that'll be it I'll be locked in till I'm 80 and then I'll be <laughs> getting around with my yeah. dementia and on the bus and all that sort of thing and it just won't be the same as if you're young and you're sort of capable you know so yeah totally agree yeah. So, um, do you, what kind of collars do you run on your dogs? Like, you you got tracking collars and, um, you know, like, what kind of gear do you run on, on the hounds? Yeah, yep. So, we got, um, tougher than musk, uh, pig dog supplies are pretty, 
reasonably close. We've been an hour or so of home here. So um, I go over and see him quite often. Uh, so I run covers on my collars. I get them off him. They're a, sort of an alloy, alley cover. Um, before that, I've tried all sorts of ones, and they're just I just kept having failures in the collars. So got them, and they seem to be doing the job. They bend a bit um, with big impacts. They don't seem to damage your collar underneath. Uh, running long-range aerials on everything because the rainforest and the thicker stuff, like the mountains and up here, is pretty, pretty shocking for your range on everything. So I got long-range aerials on everything. The bullets on the front of my car, so a bull bull antenna. Um, and then the actual collars that I'm running on the dogs. Uh, even though sometimes, well, especially one of my dogs chooses to bail a fair bit. Besides, um, a little kelpie I run. I run them all in uh, Fenton plates. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty impressed by them, actually. Hey, um, my main dog there, she's pretty fussy with plates, so if she doesn't, she's pretty fussy with anything, I've got to say, but she's <laughs> too, good a dog to, too good a dog to sort of have it not her way. So um, I tried her in a few different plates, and she just wouldn't wouldn't really play the game if she didn't like the plate, you know? She'd just chuck a, chuck a tantrum sort of thing and have the sulks and didn't want to work, so... Um, Tried a few different plates, got the Fenton plate, and um, it's a three-quarter with the leg flaps at the front, and I don't know if it's lighter or it's more flexible, like, they seem to be a bit of both, but she just seems to work in it, so. Yeah, okay. Got one from my younger pup there, the 16-kilo little bully cuddle whippet cross, and it seems to be protecting him pretty well. It's already got a fair few, fair few little tears in the collars, but I can imagine all it but it happened to the dog if it actually got him, so... Yeah, yeah, they, um... Those cape pigs have big hooks, mate. You, you see a few of those big hook, hooky fellas? Uh, yeah, we see a fair few, hey. Especially on the trips up north, so I do a few trips... A few trips up north. Um, never as many as I'd want. Could do them every second day, and still wouldn't be as many as I want to do up there, but, um... <laughs> yeah, plenty of... Plenty of hooky pigs. Not so many big pigs up the cape, so, um like maybe an 80 kilo pig where we go is a it's a really good pig but just really angry and around that 60 70 kilos where they're just quick and nimble and yeah they're sort of pretty quick to get into your dog good so, good boxes yeah that's it exactly they don't run well generally they don't run too much either so fairly easy to catch but it's just trying to keep them under control is the the problem yeah when your um when your dogs get a get a good follow, mate, they they normally back off, or that 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 young pup does he normally go in pretty hard and lug lug them up or grab their nuts? Oh, what does he what's he normally yeah. do? He goes in pretty hard. Yeah, he's probably the fastest dog I've ever owned. So I've only ever owned smaller breeds, so generally they don't have the leg leg lengths to be too quick. But he's he's considerably faster than my other two dogs, and he's he just doesn't even slow down for pigs saying he's a bit of a kamikaze pilot <laughs> uh, i don't know what's how much gray matters between the ears but he's a he's a nice dog for everything else but he's a pig and he's just a absolute menace he's a lunatic no back away the only time he sort of backs away is once he's completely knackered he'll go and have a yeah. sit down and let the bailers <laughs> sounds like it sounds like he might have a temporary contract that might be a problem if he keeps going that hard. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of it, but um, yeah, I don't know. He seems to be doing okay. Sort of, he hasn't got too many, 
too many rips or anything in that in his life so far. He's doing pretty well, so I think maybe the the no fear at all sort of stops him from yeah. giving the pig that little bit of give, so it can get yeah. him as well, sort of thing. If you know what I mean. He just just fully commits and doesn't pull out. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know how, you know how it's like. You know you don't you don't tackle someone unless you you're fully committed, and he obviously he's committed. So. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. So that, 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 that just gives him massive prey drive, and then the the bully in him's yeah, all or nothing, and then the, yeah, the bully, the, the bully becomes the bully. I don't know what the cattle does, but not much by the looks of it. <laughs> no, the, the the cattle normally they're the brains, aren't they? They're normally the ones that do all the thinking. The cattle, um, that's the the part of the gene that. The old cattle dog, they're normally the brainy one, but anyway, that's they're normally, yeah, normally yeah, ag- aggro too. With your crosses, it's a bit of a gamble, I guess. But no, he does he does pretty well. He's getting the hang of it, and he's how old is yeah, he? He's pretty keen. I'd be maybe thirteen months, something like that. Gee, that's alright, oh. So yeah, not not too old, but he's been the same ever since sort of started hunting him at about probably eight or nine months. He's been. Been exactly the same, eh? No fear, no nothing. So yeah, yeah, well, that's good. So um, back to your fishing, mate. What kind of tinny you got? You got one boat, or you got several? Or in all honesty, I got no boat at the moment. Hey, I sold my other boat, or maybe you know a year ago, maybe year and a half ago. But I was working six days a week, pretty much constantly shift work, and I just didn't have. Didn't have time with it, mate, because you get your one day off and couldn't line up a a good day, well, a calm day sort of thing ever. So um, I got rid of it. So I've been going to going with my brother and mates not a fair bit, and I've just started. Well, in the last last six months, I've started another job, so it's equal time equal time roster just near home here, and um, so I got time to time to use a boat now. So I've been looking, but it's. Oh, it's hard to come across exactly what I want, you know. I want something not not too big. So I'm thinking about doing this big trip and um, want to be able to take it bush and whatnot, you know, drop a bit of a nice trailer for it, maybe around 4. 4.4 or something like that, metres long. So um can still punch out the reef, all that sort of thing, but um, it'll be a bit, bit harder for that. But... Um, able to tow it into those sort of remote spots and up across the corrugations and all that sort of thing as well. When we're done, he remind me to send you a photo of my um, little brother, the trailer he made. It's um, He's up at Mariba. He made a good trailer for his tinny. It's, um, it's a bloody good looking trailer. He's, he's done a very good job. Big full drive trailer for his for his tinny. Um, basically get it anywhere, that, that trailer. And uh, it's got some great rims on it too. So, yeah. yeah. I've, I've been, I'm I've been asking my, my brother about it as well. He's a um, boilermaker by trade. That's, and, that's um, handy, isn't it? He a, yeah, he did a trip most way around Australia and done up a trailer for for his um, tinny there. It's only a four-metre little savage tinny, but done it up with like a sort of a roof over it so he could still launch, but he had his rooftop tent on the back of it. Um, that's the go. Yeah, done a pretty good job of it. So I've been asking him about sort of what we could do and that sort of thing and 
Yeah, hoping that he charged some pretty good mates rates. So, so <laughs> yeah. Couple of, couple of cartons of beers, some steel, and uh, you know, uh, an, yeah. an offsider. Yeah, probably charged me more now and then, but anyway. <laughs> uh, all right, mate. Well, um, all right. How do, okay? Well, how do we get onto your YouTube channel? Tell us, tell us how we do that, mate. Uh, you can look it up. Either just go onto YouTube and look up uh, either my name, so Bo, B-E-A-U, uh, Lind, L-Y-N-D, or otherwise, uh, if you look up uh, Bo's, so same thing, B-E-A-U, uh, Boars, and, so it's instead of an and, it's just an N, and uh, space Barra, um, should come up, and there's, yeah, there's a lot of different videos there, everything from fishing trips to hunting to a bit of exploring that I'm sort of getting into now. Um, drone footage, a uh, bit of footage from one of the fishing competitions up north. Um, oh, sorry, hunting competitions up north. And um, Did you win? Did you win it? Uh, nah, um, we, we didn't do that good this year going. Um, I think Frog Dogs actually won it oh, this year. Oh, Froggy, yeah. Same, same last year, but uh, last year we came in just behind and Sorry, no, they got second last year, second or third, and um, another fella won it, and this year the other bloke was out, and um, they were sort of expecting us to come in late in the day and pip them at the post, I think, for old dogs, but we didn't do too good. We sort of went up on a more of a Cape York block. Um, it was a Cooktown Big Gun competition, yeah. more of a Cape York block, so plenty of, plenty of tusks and whatnot, but as far as big boars went... Nothing quite big enough, and winning your biggest tusks up there is a pretty hard task. So yeah. Pretty yeah. big tusks. Yeah. No, we'll we'll probably get Frog on soon. He's um having a chat to him. I know he's away at the moment, actually catching pigs, lucky bugger. But um, yeah, I'll I'll get Frog on soon on the podcast. I've had a few discussions with uh, with the missus, so we'll see when when he when he's ready. We'll we'll get them both on and have a yarn to him and. The girls probably in the background, so um, yeah, no, he's 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 a well known, no well known figures in in the the hunting industry. So no, he's a world of knowledge. Once we had a few beers at him and a few other competitions, and yeah, he's a wealth of knowledge and pretty nice guy as far as that's concerned. Easy to talk to. Yeah, well, that's well, like um, Tyler from Grunt and Hunt and I were talking about the other day. You know, we need a good community of pig hunters and and like I. If if I'm if I'm knocking on your door asking for you to come on the podcast, it's think because oh, because I think you, you know, uh, a top bloke and a and a, a good pig, great for the pig hunting industry. Uh, like Jamie and I, Jamie Tooley and I were just talking about before. You know, have we need a better community? Um, you know, like we've we've had, we've had some old old people and um, some grubs. You know, just put this our industry in the in the wrong. So I just think you know we need to as a well, social media as a community as whatever we want to call it we just you know I think we need to stick together or we're gonna lose our, our pig hunting and our um you know our freedom of what we want to do with our hunting I th- we just got to look after it I think a bit bit better. Oh, there's a lot of people that sort of want to advertise it for the wrong wrong thing if you know what I mean like sort of a few of the more greeny mobs and now the vegans and everything carrying on to the farmers and all of that but um yeah a few people sort of seem to 
seem to sort of stoke their fire a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's why I got you on, mate. Because you know you're you're, and that's why I love promoting your like your your YouTube channel and stuff. Because you know you're you're a true blue Aussie, and you know you you what you see is what you get, and you you know muck around with your pig, and you you get in there as fast as you can. You back your dogs up, and you know you're looking after the hounds, which you know and you know you do it ethically. So that's why it's a it's a it's a you know pleasure and a privilege to to do what we do, and I, I you know good on you for um you know especially you and uh yeah the other guys i get on here for for making this industry better um i know you're not huge in the social media you're more on the youtube but you know you're putting out a good a uh a good persona for our industry you know and people can go and watch you um anywhere in the world so as it shows with the couple of your big videos there with your views you know anyone everyone's watching it well that's the sort of way i see it um a lot of people sort of don't like pig hunting and whatnot to be on sort of YouTube especially and things like that. But the way the way I see it personally, I could be wrong, but there's plenty of plenty of other videos out there and they're sort of, you know, some of them can be a bit, can be questioned, I guess. Yeah. The ethics of it all. So I figure if I can put one out there and kind of, kind of like you said, post more of the like dogs working and that sort of thing yeah not so much of just paper dogs hanging off a yeah hanging off a pig and that sort of promoting more of the more of the getting rid of them and sort yeah. of helping the farmers out and that sort of thing you know because there's plenty of other other ways that people get rid of pigs that's pretty bad you know so yeah yeah that's it that's it everything has its inhumane side like baiting and um i guess chopper shooting and that you can't guarantee they're all good well and all that sort of thing so if if you can get a dog onto a pig get in there straight away get rid of it it's probably more humane than most ways of hunting yeah that that's exactly right mate that's exactly right all right mate well um we better wrap it up but uh thank you again for popping on and just one last time what what's youtube channel called uh bows boars and so an N, Barra. There you go, guys. So um, get on, subscribe, and Bolin for uh, his Instagram. So get on there and subscribe and uh, follow and like. And, and it is some really, really good footage. Um, really big credit to you, Bo, because it's great footage. Um, I've got to be careful because you put me to shame. It's how good you are. Um, so, <laughs> nah, it's good stuff. But um, thanks again, mate, for popping on, and um, I hopefully we'll get you back on soon. No worries, yeah, thanks, Bardo. Nah, it's all good, mate, all good. And there you go, guys, that's Bo there, and um, don't forget to give him a follow, and uh, subscribe, and uh, follow us on YouTube, and Facebook, and Instagram. BSB, baby.